You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you today. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And I'd like to welcome all of our uh, new listeners who are driving around in Los Angeles area side streets because of what happened on uh, I-10. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. We're on every day from 3 to 5 p.m. And you can call and uh, tell us how you're doing, 888-528-2557. They say that 300,000 cars travel over that area um, in uh, every day. 300,000 cars on the uh, the 10 freeway. If you're not familiar with L.A. area, it's in sort of uh, East L.A. and uh, But downtown, downtown area, it's a major interchange. How's it affected you today? Did it change? Uh, did you even go in today? Did you are you do you have a type of job that where you can do it from home? Did you have to drive uh, longer in traffic? Maybe you're stuck in it now. 888-528-2557. And in thinking about it, here's a question for you. How does you've had times in your life when the road collapses in front of you metaphorically? And you're going a certain direction, you believe maybe God has called you in a certain way, or maybe you didn't even believe in God a certain time, but you've decided this is the direction that uh, my life is going to go in. And it doesn't go that way. And it can be really disappointing. And maybe that has to do with career or going to school or, you know, maybe just a certain job or, a, you know, a hobby or something that you wanted to do. And or it can be a relationship. Maybe you got your heart broken and uh, that didn't turn out the way you want. And so many of us have gone through that in so many different ways. Whenever you had that that place where the road in front of you just ended unexpectedly, how did that work out for the better for you? How did that change your life in a a way that you didn't see coming, but in a much better way? Give me a call. Tell that story. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. As you're thinking about that, you know, I'm uh, thinking about the the freeway closure. And, uh, of course, Los Angeles and California have got significant pressure to get the uh, freeway back opened again. Uh, What happened is a fire started uh, on the bottom of underneath that freeway there's a, it's like a pallet yard they said um where a bunch of pallets are sitting there they caught on fire but probably most people think it happened because there's homeless encampments all around and uh, somebody's uh, campfire got out of out of whack and uh, started that fire that's probably what happened there could have been other reasons but a lot of people are saying that is what it is mayor karen bass has a lot of pressure so she has been out there talking about it angelinos We came together several months ago and everyone cooperated during the hurricane and we had no loss of life. The hurricane uh, down here didn't do a lot. It did a lot out in the uh, eastern, like, Riverside County, Palm Springs you know, area, but it wasn't really much in this area. But this is a pretty big deal. I need to call on all Angelinos again to come together. This is not going to be resolved in one or two days. We will keep everyone informed But as we are learning the extent of the damage, we will keep you informed, but we need to stay together. And as you are informed, please cooperate with the instructions that you are given. Thank you, and we'll continue to provide you updates. You can go to emergency.lacity.gov. 
GOV. All right, there's some updates. But the bottom line is they don't know when they're going to open up this freeway again, the I-10 that suffered fire damage, and it's closed uh, just downtown in, in pretty significant ways. You remember when the earthquake happened in 1994, the Northridge quake? If you were out here, there were some freeways that collapsed. In fact, the 10 uh, pretty close to the same area, if I recall correctly, collapsed and shut down. And it was amazing how fast it was rebuilt after that. You know, there were overpasses that collapsed, particularly on the 5 and the 14 freeway up there if you're headed north. And it was it was record-setting, I think, how fast that the state and cities got those uh, freeways open again. And it says something, too, when you think about that the uh, Interstate 5 uh, has been under construction for 100 years, I think, now. They still can't fix – you know, it's always under – my whole life it's been under construction. And to think it's possible, I bet they could finish a lot of these jobs in minutes. Not really minutes, but in a matter of a few weeks, right? Minutes, comparatively speaking, to decades. I mean, some of these projects just take forever. And yet, when we have a disaster of this kind, all of a sudden they get done very quickly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's possible, maybe even likely, that we're going to see this freeway fixed a lot sooner than, uh, than you might expect. Here's Karen Bass talking about that. Engineers have worked all night and are working right now to determine our path forward. But I have made it clear with our local, state, and federal partners that any unnecessary bureaucracy or delays are not happening here. Losing the stretch of the 10 freeway will take time and money from people's lives and businesses. It's disrupting in every way. Whether you are talking about traveling to and from work or your child care plans and the flow of goods and commerce, this will disrupt the lives of Angelinos. So I will not settle for anything other than a rebuilding plan and a timeline that becomes a new model for speed. So I'm taking a three-pronged approach. Now, I hope that she's uh, accurate with that, that it'll be a new model for speed or just take the 1994 model for speed and uh, get that open because it really does affect people's lives and it affects all of Southern California. And uh, somebody just sent in on the text line here, dude, he says, I'm on the 10 freeway every day and now I'm on the 101 trying to get home and it's really bad pra- traffic and it's stopped. I bet that's true. I bet uh, there's a lot of you listening who you're just stopped somewhere on the freeway. How is it affecting you? Give me a call, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And, of course, the, the object lesson in this is that sometimes the road in front of us in life changes, right? Sometimes the road in front of us collapses or it's not there like you think it's going to be there. And you have to take some different different directions. Have you had that happen in your life where you were headed along and things seemed great, and then all of a sudden something happens, and suddenly you got to go a different way. Maybe that is, uh, you can encourage us with your story, because so many times, and in my life that's been the case when I've gone a different way, it's always been better at the end. Um, and it isn't to say when, when I've suffered loss or heartbreak or other things that that was fun to go through. You know, it wasn't. And while you're in the middle of going through it, you know, you're usually not you know, feeling that great about it. But the Bible tells us so often to rejoice in our sufferings you know, or to take joy whenever a difficult time is happening. Um, that's a, This is a time for that. Has there been a time in your life when the road collapsed and you had to go a completely different direction than what you thought? Tell us about that. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. I have an app on my phone 
And uh, I probably shouldn't mention the name of it, but it tells you different ways you can go. And when I click on that, you know, app, I, I use it every day coming in and coming home because there's multiple different ways I can get into the studio here and the different freeways, different ways to take. And sometimes if there's a wreck or something, what it does is it will reroute you. But the crazy thing about it is if the traffic is really heavy, it'll start rerouting you down neighborhood streets and it'll start rerouting you down parts of town that you've never been in, maybe some parts of towns you shouldn't be in. And uh, or it's just taking you through different things. And you know what happens is sometimes when we get rerouted in life, we see things we never would have seen before. We have experiences that we never would have had before. And uh, you use that that app. You ever use that app that I'm talking about, uh, Wilbert? Oh, I use it every day. Every day, yeah. Does it ever take you down somebody's uh, neighborhood street that you didn't expect to go down? Uh, a lot of times during the week, I have to go to downtown L.A. Yeah. So it usually takes me through the back ends. So I'm driving around the whole side part of like Dodger Stadium. I've never driven by. Oh, yeah. I've drawn, it takes you up over that hill a lot if you're coming from downtown. Yeah. So if you're ever on the 5, sorry to the people on the 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, everybody's in traffic trying to download. What app is he talking about here? But it'll give you different options. Now, the funny part is, for me, I've had to do this where it'll take me down people's residential streets. And if you live there, you hate it that your street all of a sudden becomes a highway. And then what happens is is that Waze learns that actually cutting across your neighborhood is faster. And so then it starts to send everybody who's got the app on down your street. And a few years ago, some residents in uh, one neighborhood here in, in Los Angeles figured this out, that it was this uh, Waze app is what it's called, that is sending you down the, uh, the partic- their street. And so they would sit out on their porches in the afternoon during drive time, and they would mark accident, and they would start hitting heavy traffic on the app. Because what you do is it's all sort of user-based, and you you connect with it. You tell it if the traffic is bad, and you tell it, is it moderate traffic? Is it heavy traffic? Is it standstill traffic? Is there something in the road? Is there an accident? Are there police nearby? There's all kinds of different choices, oddly enough, that you're supposed to be doing while you're driving. And when that app was new, you could actually chat with other people on the app while you're driving, which seems like a, and it is, a terrible idea. They got rid of that feature, uh, which is good. But the way it works is that uh, people have to report. So it doesn't just know there isn't somebody figuring it out. It's people, other drivers are reporting what the traffic's like. So these neighbors would come out, and every day they would start hitting accident, hitting thing in the road, hitting the traffic's bad, until the algorithm figured out that uh, they shouldn't send people down that road again. And uh, that's a crazy, crazy world we live in. But I'll tell you what, I've seen some great parts of uh, – of Southern California because of that app, because it's gotten me off the freeway, especially during drive time traffic in the afternoon, and sent me down some really wild places. And uh, it, uh, so Jared just texted me, let's go back to the CB era. Did you have CB radios? My dad had a CB radio. He had, my dad had a Triumph Spitfire, and he had a CB radio in it. And he got all his information for all of the uh, all the truckers. I remember that growing up, like 1970s. Uh, we should go back to that. That's much better than cell phones as far as that goes. Everybody had uh, – it was just a different culture altogether. Some of you are still in that culture, I think. Anyway, this is the Pastor Scott Show. You can join the conversation by calling 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And, you know, I've been thinking about the Northridge – not the Northridge. I was just looking at that word there. The the, I was thinking of the freeway collapse during the Northridge quake. The 10 freeway in LA being shut down. If you're in San Diego, for example, or in like, you know, you can imagine if the eight freeway was suddenly shut down, 
you know, and you say between the 15 and the 805 and you have to find another way around. That's what's happening in L.A., except it's much bigger than that. Maybe if you're in Riverside, if the 91 freeway, you know, was shut down between the 215 and the 91 or the 15 and you have to go some other way, what would you do? Uh, Life is like that sometimes. And if you've got a story about life that has you've changed directions and wasn't your plan, but God did something great with it, give us a call. 888-528-2557. For me, that that got me into uh, ministry. You know, ultimately, I became a pastor because of that. I was definitely headed into uh, politics or becoming a lawyer uh, or something else, and I fought with the Lord a long time. But sometimes roads just got shut down, and I, you know, relationships with people or other opportunities sometimes they're right at your doorstep and they get shut down. But I got to tell you, when I look back in my life and whatever disappointments I had or changes that happened, I'm glad for all of them. And even some of them were painful, but I'm really glad for all of them. And the scriptures teach us a lot about that. You know, Paul in the New Testament, he always wanted to go to Rome. That was his goal. He would eventually make it to Rome, and uh, most likely he would die there is what happened to him. Um, But the Lord blocked his path so often. He kept wanting to get there, to um, be there with the Christians in Rome. And when you think about that era, Christians were suffering. It would have been a blessing for them to have him show up. But the Lord, it wasn't his plan. He's got a plan for your life. And I don't know if you realize that or not, but he does. And, um, you know, you know, the uh, soccer player, uh, Megan Rapinoe, she had uh, this to say. She got injured in her last game. And uh, she's not somebody who is a uh, you know, certainly not a Christian at all, and has been somebody who has been pretty much on the far left of lots of things, speaking out politically. And then she had this to say to, as she got injured in her last professional game. And this is a long one, although I'm I'm going to get the Aaron Rodgers treatment, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be calling him or whoever did his surgery because we need to speed this up. But yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there was a God, like, this is proof that there isn't. <laughs> um, she says that her injury is proof that there is no God. She said, I'm not a religious person anyway, but uh, my injury is proof that there is no God. I wonder how many of us actually think that. So she's getting a lot of negative, you know, press for saying that. It's kind of a ridiculous thing to say, except I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know, I've heard that from a lot of people, that my life didn't go the direction I hoped it would go. And so that's proof to me that there is no God. Have you felt that way? I'll tell you what, as a pastor for 25 years, there are different reasons why some people have refused to acknowledge Jesus as their Savior or to follow Christ. And some of it, usually it's there's a moral decision that they want to make that they know that uh, if they follow Jesus, they're going to have to change that, and they don't want to. So they reject Christ for that. But sometimes it is, you know what, I tried it out. I heard this a lot. I tried, and I hear this a lot. I tried Christianity out, and uh, it didn't work for me, and so I've moved on to something else. Are you in that spot where maybe you've tried Christianity, and uh, it didn't work for you? God just didn't work for you. Jesus didn't work for you, and uh, so you've moved on to something else. I hear that a lot. It's kind of in a way, I don't think that's what she's exactly saying, but the whole proof, this is proof that God doesn't exist. Why the smarmy statement there. I think because there's something in her life that she's upset at God about. I believe that a lot of people who say they're atheists, for example, who say they don't believe in God, I don't believe that at all. I think they totally believe in God. 
and they're angry with God. In fact, their their belief that a God exists is actually pretty strong. That's why they're so emotional about it. Because I know other atheists who who don't seem to have an emotional one direction or the other about God. They're not mad at God. They're not mad at God. They don't. If you don't believe in God, then you're not going to have an emotional response to say smart aleck comments about God. Does that make sense to you? I think that's true. I think that there's a lot of people who say that they're atheists, and maybe that's you, or maybe it's somebody that you know, maybe it's your kid. But the reality is, is they very much believe in God. The problem is, is God didn't do what they want. And the God that they believe in is, for whatever reason, a God who um, is there to serve you. You know, I think that's the amazing thing about this, is I got hurt in my last game, and that's proof that there is no God. Because God's purpose, if there is a God, creator, master of the universe, whatever you want to say, is to make sure I don't get injured in my last game. That's the purpose of God. How many of us do that? 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. If you want to join the conversation, this is the Pastor Scott Show. And I think about that when we think about the change of direction that we get in our life sometimes because of the road being out because it doesn't go the way we think. How many of us have been injured and it changed our careers? How many of us have failed at something and it changed the direction of our life? I failed at law school and it changed the direction of my life. I wouldn't be sitting here. I would be a, a lawyer somewhere and I would have been hating it because I wasn't really cut out for it. The truth was is I was bored uh, in law school and I didn't expect to be, but I was. And I did actually I did super well in law school, except for the property exam. For whatever reason, I I that that test was devastating for me, <laughs> and I was really good at the other stuff, but uh, on that one, it didn't work out uh, too well. Changed my life, changed the direction of my life. It uh, put me in a place in my life where suddenly I didn't know what I was doing. I graduated from school, and uh, I had gone to this, and it wasn't working out, and. Uh, you know, I remember walking with my dad and telling him about the failing in that. And, you know, I was working for a company at the time that was a great company, and I might have stuck it out with that company, but it would not have been what I would hope for. But I'll tell you what, that failure is something that led me into ministry eventually, and that eventually led me here. It led me to meet my wife. And I dated a lot of people before that, and uh, some of them uh, were great people, and uh, but the wrong people for me. Now, every time you know I think about it, my I'm so glad to be married to Christy, and we didn't get married till we were we were almost thirty, um, and which is a lot more typical today. And at the time, I would have never imagined that it would take that long to get married, but. Uh, it does. And some people are getting married now well into their 30s. And you know what? That's okay. It's better to marry the right person than uh, to get married, you know, to I know somebody who deliberately married somebody just to be married by 30. And it was not a good choice. Uh, not a good choice there. Uh, not the reason you want to get married. Anyway, all that is to say is that if you've got things going on in your life, you know, the Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And, you know, that doesn't tell us that everything is going to go our way. If you're rejecting God because you just didn't get what you wanted from God, the thing is, is that that's not who God is. Who God is is one who loves you, and if you've been called according to his purpose, 
not according to your purpose. That's the problem we have so often. That so often we think that all things work together for those who are called to, uh, who God has called to our purpose. Uh, that's not what it says. We're called to God's purpose. And when you know that you're called to God's purpose, when the road collapses in front of you all of a sudden, and the road is closed and it affects your life, there might be great things that the Lord is going to do. We know that from this verse, and obviously big metaphorical changes happen uh, you know, in our life, big real changes, and the metaphor of the broken road shows us that. But God has a plan for it and that we can trust him for that. God's ultimate plan is that we end up with him forever, where the road, the road never collapses. And that's the way it is. I got to take a break. This is the Pastor Scott Show. You can follow me on social media in Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just follow me at Pastor Scott Show. You can also watch us live right now on KKLA.com. And you can get the podcast of any episode, any hour that you miss. Look for the Pastor Scott Show wherever you get your podcasts and click subscribe. You'll never miss a show. And go ahead and share it with your friends and do that. This is the Pastor Scott Show. Number is 888-528-2557. I'll be back as the Monday edition continues. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. All things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I think the message is clear for me right now. Uh, I I am indeed uh, suspending the campaign, but I I am going to remain as committed to making sure that this country uh, chooses the right person by enjoying the journey of uh, just helping people everywhere throughout South Carolina and through our country. Uh, We have an amazing country. I'm very thankful to be in America. We should all be proud of this country. Uh, I was a kid, Trey, as you know, uh, nearly failed out of high school as a freshman. And here I am uh, running for president just a few minutes ago. That was Senator Tim Scott, who is dropping out of the Republican race for president. Surprised a lot of people because, uh, you know, he was in uh, fourth place kind of overall from all of those people and coming up on... uh, you know, getting close to the primary season and the third one being South Carolina. But, you know, because Nikki Haley's also from South Carolina, they they might have likely split that vote, actually. And uh, so whatever the reason is, we don't know for sure, but he's decided that the road has changed, that becoming a becoming president now is not God's plan. That is not exactly what God had in mind. And he quoted Romans eight twenty eight, which I thought is, you know, interesting. If you if you follow Tim Scott, and you should. He's a great. Uh, he's a great guy. He's exactly the same in person, by the way, as you see him on TV. He's the same guy uh, in how he talks. And he quoted Romans eight twenty eight, which I just said uh, before the break. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who've been called according to His purpose. You know, he probably knew he was a long shot to become president. Maybe he was running for vice president. Maybe he still is. Some people think that, but you know, I think it gets in your blood, and you want that. But we all suffered defeats. We have disappointments. How does that affect you when the road in front of you uh, collapses and doesn't go the way you think? What do you think? 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Eli in Playa Vista. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott. Thanks for uh, taking my call. I just want to add to it. Um, you know, in, in like 2009, when the recession hit, uh, I lost my job at that time. My wife was fortunate to keep on working, and I, I didn't know what I was going to do at that time. 
I, I got to spend time with my daughters, you know, for that year and really close to connect a close bond with them. And now that they're older and moved away from the house, I feel very um, blessed hmm. to be able to do that. And you now, wouldn't have been able to do know, that if you had not lost your job. I, I wouldn't have, and I, I couldn't see it at that time. And now that I look back, I'm, you know, I, you know, I miss them, but I was happy I was able to spend that time with them. Yeah, yeah. That you know, the thing is, is that the uh, the end of life, nobody misses their job or wishes they would have worked more. It's always yeah. about what you're saying right there, and that's precious time you got with your your kids. Yeah, uh, and so, so that is, that is one of them I could not see at the time. I was, you know, we were very nervous, we were very scared. Yeah, but you know, now looking back at it, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, that's that's really great. How old are your daughters now? Twenty-two, and I got a twenty-year-old. One of them is in San Francisco, and the other one is in San Diego. So. All right, so uh, different directions, yeah, on the freeways. Yeah, Yeah. well, I'm glad they're at least drivable. uh, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. all right, Eli, thanks for calling and sharing that story. 888-528-2557, how has life changed in a way where you didn't know? Like he said, he was scared at the time. You know, I've been in places where I just didn't know what was next, and uh, that's a scary place to be, except that there's always something next. You know, you got to put your trust in the Lord about those things. 888-528-2557. Mark in San Diego, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor. How are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you? I'm fabulous. Excellent. So I lost my wallet, and I had just put many hundreds of dollars in it oh. because I needed to pay a construction worker doing something for my mom's mobile home. And I lost my wallet, and I was at a championship game for my grandson, and I didn't have any money to get in. And I said to the guy, hey, I'll borrow the money and I'll pay you. I just don't have a wallet. He said, fine, go ahead, go ahead, go in. So I borrowed 15 bucks on my way out, gave it to the lady. She went to stamp my hand. I said, no, I've already watched the game. And she said, oh, that was nice. And so I was faithful in a little. Short time later, I got a call from Costco, and they said, hey, um, I believe we have your wallet here, and it's got a lot of money in it. And so it's such a sweet thing from God that he would – the lady turned in my wallet to Costco because I had a Costco card. There was no other way to get a hold of me. I didn't have my phone number in there. Hmm. And um, she turned it in, and she said, can you get a hold of this man? And they said, yes, we can. He's a member here. And um, So you didn't said, well, lose it at Costco. Lord. Somebody brought it to Costco. Yes. It was, our com- it was a common place. I lost it at the sporting event. It fell out of my car when I opened the door. Ah. I, I'm putting it, and I don't have the lady's phone number, but I... I suspect she doesn't need any reward. She she was so happy that God would find me. I just think it's it's a sweet thing from the Lord to be faithful in the little. He's faithful in the lot. Well, well done. I'm glad Good that happened uh, to you, Mark. I lost my wallet recently, and a UPS driver found it because I, I was an idiot. I left it on top of my car while I was driving around. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, there you go. All right, Mark. Well, thank you for sharing that story. You know, and when you lose your wallet, you uh, you lose your ID, you lose your medical card, you lose your Costco card. <gasps> you know what a terrible thing that is when that happens. And uh, what a brilliant lady, by the way. I never would have thought about that. If I found somebody's wallet, they got a Costco card in it to bring it to Costco and say, can you reach this person? 
That brilliant, brilliant move there. 888-528-2557. We're sharing some stories about what happens when uh, you um, uh, have the road fall in front of you, uh, collapse in front of you, and the direction you were going doesn't seem like uh, it's available anymore in your life. And how has God worked that out for you? 888-528-2557. LaShawn in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello. Um, uh, that's a, yes, that's a very beautiful story I've had that happened to me more than once. And then I've been able to be the same person and return the favor. So I know that God will keep connections to those, you know, we're, we're all about the the betterment of life because we know the Lord. However, I was, I was, I was kind of sharing that we have built a culture of no coping skills and false narratives to think that you can't hurt or we don't want our children to hurt or no one to hurt or feel pain. And they used to always say growing pains is what make you uh, appreciate the the spices of life. The, mm-hmm. It makes you more humble. It makes you a more giving individual because of every, you know, because of the hardship, yeah. the mountains, you know, those hard mountain climbs, you know, is what make us, you know, press on. And when we win it, we win it, you know, if, if, if it's too easy given, it's not appreciative. And I see that even in the field that I work in. And it's just, and it's, and a lot of it, unfortunately, has come lately out of the pulpits, you know, uh, name it and claim it. You just don't mm. have to go through anything. You can buy your way through or you can, you know, you can. And, and I know that as a Christian, the reason why I am who I am is behind my hardships and pressing on and trusting God and leaning on him at my most weary moment. Yeah. You know, when I just at the nick of time, was, I was on my last thread. Had it not been, you know, I held on, and then God changed the situation that had been years of, of agony and pain. He turned it around, and then I just began to get blessed. But I am so humble behind that. You know, and, you hardly know until you've gone through it, right? And that that when you're in the middle of it, you're fearful and you're not sure. But once you've gone through it a couple of times— it helps you face those things the next time they come, don't they? Yeah, I, to hear that young lady say that is, you know, it's, it, that's the false god. You know, they, you know, it's God bless her. You know, He's gonna let her shatter and He'll mend her back together. You know, because yeah. you know those kind of arrogances is what. Is a false. It's just so false. It's and an it's, un, it's a misunderstanding it, of God that it's uh, it, it's His purposes, not ours. Yes, yeah. and it's for His glory. That's not right. Yours. That's right. What business are yes. you in? What line of work are you in? You said that you see it in your line of work. I work. I, I work with homeless. Okay. Uh, chronically homeless, yeah. substance abuse, mental health, and and the root came from from many avenues, and. It's just, it's just, you know, now they give them so much. Unfortunately, in, with the families, they they are given so much in, in, in areas that I think that they shouldn't. And they just, it, it has crippled them. Yeah. And 
with the individuals who they don't give anything to because of families that are created and established on immoral standards. They, you know, they, it's just made them increase being immoral and unappreciative. You know, you're right that that is the culture that we've been developing, right? A culture that's against pain or hardship as if it is something that doesn't help you develop as a human being. And I think that you're right. That is contributing to a lot of our problems, uh, including uh, helping people with being homeless, is that if you give them everything, then what's the incentive to get sober or get uh, your life together in other ways? We just we just carry on we yeah. just carry on the burden you know and yeah. keep disabling them and it's unfortunate and I try to be compassionate because I knew how what they didn't give me yeah when I went through and I and I'm saying if I had this if I could have just got anything yeah well Sean. I got to go to a break uh, right now, but I appreciate that. I'm so glad that you're doing well right now, and thank you for working with uh, the homeless people. It matters so much. Pastor Scott Show, Monday edition. We'll be back as the Monday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, That's true. That is Governor Newsom, who uh, (laughs) was asked, why is it? Because there's a conference coming in San Francisco where the president of China, Xi, will be in town. And they cleared off all the homeless. Now, San Francisco is... Uh, a disaster, especially downtown. Most of the shops where this is done are empty, but they cleaned off the streets. They moved all the homeless people. I'm curious because I don't even know where they moved the homeless people to. I keep looking. Where did they put them? Somebody on Twitter said they moved them all to Palmdale. I don't think that's true, actually, but uh, it's an uh, it's an amazing thing that he says here. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true. Because it's true. That's what he says. It's true. And I'm I'm grateful that he admits that. You know, we live in a time when uh, politicians, maybe they don't have to lie about uh, some of the terrible things that are going on uh, out there. I take offense at our policies and strategies. Yeah, I understand that. Anyway, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We've been talking about uh, what happens when our life has changed. I mean, we even some of these homeless people, as many problems as they have there in San Francisco, very Similar, probably worse in San Francisco than in L.A., but L.A. is catching up and San Diego is catching up to L.A. as far as that goes. Uh, Their lives were uprooted all of a sudden, whatever life that they had living there on those streets. And I'm not even sure where they were. KQED television station up there was asking the same question and nobody's answering it. You know, but they cleaned up the town and everybody's all excited about uh, how that looks, apparently. Uh, how has your life changed for the better when the road in front of you collapsed? 888-528-2557. Gregory in Riverside, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Scott, uh, I wanted to share a situation wherein that I was able to bless someone in a situation that could have been very bad for them, but it ended up being a blessing for myself and the person. What happened was I went to 31 Flavors to get an ice cream cone. I had a $100 bill. 
And because that's one scoop or two for a hundred dollars. Keep on going. and cream. But anyway, the bottom line is that I I, I was trying to get change for a hundred dollar bill. Uh, the young lady said I don't have change for a hundred, so I gave her a fifty dollar bill. So she inadvertently gave me all five dollar bills back and change thinking that I had given her a $100 bill, but I had only mm. given her a $50 bill. Yeah. So I didn't count all the fives until I got home, and I told my wife, I said, now, honey, is this a blessing or is this a curse? Because she'd given me $50 more change than what was supposed to be given. Yeah. So my wife, who worked in the industry before at McDonald's or something like that, she told me that is not a curse. Or I should say, <laughs> that is a curse for her and for you. Because if she's short $50, she's going to lose her job. Right. So I said, okay, honey, I'm going to go back and try to be a blessing to this particular young lady because she could lose her job. So I went back and I gave her the $50 back and explained to her what happened. And she was very grateful. But the next day, I had problems with my vehicle. And I ended up taking my vehicle to get it repaired. And guess what? Somebody blessed me by enabling me not to have to pay anything at all for the repair on my car. So it's like it was like the Lord was blessing me as I was blessing others. So I just wanted to let people know that sometimes you can ask yourself when somebody gives you too much change. Now, is that a, is that a blessing or is that a curse? Yeah, well, it's, you know, good for you in doing that. I've worked retail, and uh, you definitely get fired for $50 missing, you know, even though that's just right. one, one ice cream cone at the, uh, you know, in the inflation these days. Uh, but a yummy Absolutely. one. Yeah, all right. Hey, thank you for sharing that. And you know what? I think there's not, there's not a promise, you know, that God's just going to uh, make it appear somewhere else. But I've noticed that when we're honest about those things, that the coincidence, if you will, of being blessed later seems to happen a lot more often. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and uh, so good for you, Gregory. Your, your wife was right. I'm glad that worked out. Thanks for calling yeah. the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Carl and Torrance, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. I love your show. I listen to it all the time when I'm driving around, but I never get a chance to call in. But I was going to say, you know, trouble is part of the Christian life, and even Jesus said, in this life we will have trouble. Yeah. But for me, I've been laid off before several times and gone through those struggles, but, you know, I never gave up. And in a lot of cases, it drew me closer to the Lord, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm really blessed for that purpose of it and nothing else. But, uh, yeah, I just, I guess maybe it's just in me from the Lord that I just never give up. If i out of work or whatever, I keep on striving. But, you know, I count everything as a blessing because, like one of your other callers mentioned, you can spend more time with his family. That's happened to me, too. I got laid off, and I changed my priority and my thinking. Sometimes, I guess God does have to teach a lesson, at least for me, anyway. Yeah. So that, that's my take on it. You know, you're right about that, Carl, because, uh, you know, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7, it says, Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. Amen. It's not always discipline that's hardship, but that's how we're supposed to treat it for you know, what children are not disciplined by their father. And then later it says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. But later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. You know, you're exactly right. Our our hard times make us better. Yes. Yeah. Thank, yes. Thank Amen. you. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God for that. Take care. 
Thank you, Carl. And it's hard when you're going through it, you know, but uh, I heard a speaker one time and I can't remember what her name was, but she talked about how on the highest mountain, there are no trees. And, you know, if you get really high and things don't grow very well, but down in the valley between the high mountains is where all the water goes and all the growth happens. And uh, her analogy was in our life, it's that way. When we're on the highest mountain, it's great to be up there and it's inspiring and it's wonderful, but we don't grow much. We don't get better at whatever it is once we're up there. It's when we're in the valleys. It's when we're in the difficult times in our life where actually we grow, where actually we bear fruit, where as the Hebrews writer says right here, there's a harvest of righteousness and peace. You have that harvest there in that difficult part. That's why the Bible's so clear about making sure we understand that whenever we go through hard times, that there is a benefit on the other end, that uh, nothing for God's people um, is, you know, the worst thing that's ever going to happen to you anyway, if you know the Lord, is you die and you go be with Jesus forever, right? And when you know that, you get through this life better. You realize, well, either this is the end or God is going to do something amazing through this trial. And that doesn't mean it's not painful. And the Bible acknowledges here, it's painful during those times. And it can be frightening, but the Lord blesses that period of time in our life. 888-528-2557. Georgia in Long Beach, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, thank you, Pastor Scott. I say amen to all the scripture that you're saying and learning. And I grew through the trials of divorce Mm. and had to go to college for the first time. And during that time... I went on a mission trip to Kyrgyzstan, Central Asia, and and got to share Christ. It was a wonderful time. And on my way back from Kyrgyzstan to Russia, I was supposed to be picked up by a, a professor who was going to take me to the airport, and no show. <laughs> no. Of course, I didn't speak Russian, but God put a wonderful woman on the plane with me and her daughter she spoke several languages and she took me to the embassy figured out where i was going and i had a little hotel room and she wanted a nap so she came into the hotel room with her daughter and and while she was sleeping i got to share christ with her daughter who received the lord also it wasn't enough that there were all those people that we got to witness come to Christ in Kyrgyzstan, but God blessed me on the way home. Well, I'm glad. Now, you think if uh, you hadn't gone through the difficulties in the divorce, you may not have even gone on that trip? Oh, I, I know for sure I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I never I never tell people to get divorced. Right. You know, but while you're in it, you cry yeah. and you just keep following the Lord. And, you know, the Lord will, his graciousness uses you. And look at that. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the reasons you were born is that girl that you met on that trip. Yes. One of the reasons God put you on this earth is that. And that's a a great thing, Georgia. Yes. Thank you for calling and sharing that story. You know, that is, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, encouraging in every way. So, you know, inspired by the the freeway collapsing in Los Angeles, that is, you know, all the news and will be for a while. Uh, The road collapses in our lives 
the road, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty solid, we think, but then things happen that are unexpected. Fire, earthquake, other things happen, and that happens in our own lives. And I hope that people's stories have encouraged you because some of you are, right now you're on top of that mountain I was just talking about, and life is great and everything is wonderful. It's hard to grow when you're in that situation. But some of you are in the valley and it's very difficult, maybe even kind of dark, but that's where things grow. That's where things do really well. And if you're there, hang on and persevere through it. You know, the language of Scripture is never that God is just going to do everything for you, that everything is just going to work out for you and it's going to be wonderful. No, the language of Scripture is about trusting God with all of your circumstances, whatever they are, and to to be strengthened, to be to persevere and to put your hope and trust in Christ and to be used by him for his own glory. When you have that as your mindset in life, it helps you get through all of the difficult times. And you even find usefulness in the good times, too, because you realize that it's temporary. You realize that God has given you whatever victory you have to benefit others. And uh, that also keeps you out of some other valleys that uh, might have been optional on the, the path of life. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show. We're on every day from 3 to 5. We always look forward to being with each other. You can follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just follow me at Pastor Scott Show, at Pastor Scott Show. You can do that now at Pastor Scott Show. Plus, you can get the podcast of this episode just and all of our episodes. Go to uh, the Pastor Scott Show on your favorite podcast app and look for the Pastor Scott Show. Click subscribe. You'll never miss a show. Everybody, we will see you tomorrow from 3 to 5. I'm Scott Furrow. Great to be with you. God bless. Have a good night.